This is a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to Dynamic Banter. <laughs> Unfortunately, guys. one of us couldn't be here this week. <laughs> guys, this is a pre-recorded uh, intro to the episode, which unfortunately has none of us on. <laughs> this is this is a pre- one week. It's a pre-recorded apology, and then it'll be an hour of silence. <laughs> that's so great. An intro that's like, sorry, guys, we both couldn't make it, and then it's the intro song. <laughs> I was going to say that. And, and then, then just, the intro song. yeah. Well, actually, we'd have to have an ad in there. Could we get around putting an ad in there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Copy and paste. <laughs> Copy and paste from another week. And then, like, the promo code is us, but clearly spoken into a phone and sounding kind of desperate <laughs> and out of breath. Yeah. And just remember, guys, this is us three weeks ago. Just when- remember, guys, the promo code for next week is <laughs> fucking um, Banter26. <laughs> <laughs> When is uh, when is the Chris Pratt Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie copy and paste coming out? <laughs> which one's which? <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Drake Copy. I'll tell you. I don't know which one's which, but I'll tell you this: when Dwayne the Rock Johnson was handed the script, there's one he chose. There's one he said, "I will do this movie." If I'm paced, <laughs> and that's it. I'm Tommy Pace. Before he even picks up, before he even <laughs> opens the page, if if I'm not paced, you yeah. need to write write me in as paced. What if they're like, but paced is a female nurse? Switch it up. <laughs> Leave the love in, dude. What is Which one's more of a hardcore name? Copy or paced? Copy's hard. Copy is hard. Copy sounds like a cool cop. Like Kevin Copy. Is a is a hard nose. He's the guy up in your face during the interrogation. Isn't copy what they call police officers in the UK? Copy Guys, that. welcome to Dynamic Banter. <laughs> hey, comes to copy. Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. It's been quite a while. It's great to be with you, man. It's great to be with you, Mike. And I haven't seen you since VidCon. That's fun. Which was quite a bit ago. Yeah. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time, dude. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much to say about it unless you want to get into it. Nope. I was there for two days. I was having an uncomfortable situation for two days. I was in pain. It hurt me to walk. And it was the first time I was ever like, maybe I don't hide stuff as good as I do. Because I, I was only there for two days, like I said, and that was awesome. Is there a problem? What's happening? Not anymore. I'm fit. We're better now. Was I not recording until just that moment? And now we're on the air. <laughs> I forgot exactly what we did the first time. Um, <laughs> dude, there. I mean, this is the elephant in the dynamic banter recording studio, mm. which is I. So I need the audience to know. That Mike and I have only had correspondence via text yeah. since VidCon. <laughs> yeah. And even then, I barely saw you. And even of the text conversation, most of it is reacting to 
to <laughs> the text emotionally by holding on to it right and picking a emotion yeah <laughs> i how do you feel about that i I'm like a big it. fan me too other people get very upset i yeah, have a friend yeah. who hates it I sometimes I use it exclusively with one person in my life. Is that me? I don't text a thing to them. No, oh. you get things oh, texted oh, oh, from me. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm you're s- saying you just. I was like, I just use that. That's yeah. kind of disrespectful. No, it isn't. You can get everything, dude. Those five emotions uh-huh. can answer any question, any text. Go ahead and try it on me. We yeah, gotta put this to the test. Go ahead. Well, just give me, say out loud a text you'd send me, and I'll tell you which emotion will be the answer. Hey, Steve, going to Barcade around 7 if you're around. Thumbs up. Okay. Um, would you like us to drive you there? Thumbs down. Yeah, because that's a yes or no. Right. That's smart. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steve, my cousin's coming in. Do you think you could show him your favorite video game at Barcade? I know you're a bit of a video game nerd. Long block of text. <laughs> I would love for him to show you, or you to show him Wreck-It Ralph. Or Thumbs up. Fuck. It's still a yes or no. <laughs> Steve, Thumbs what up. is your favorite video game? <laughs> Exclamation. <image> search. <laughs> Copy paste. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't have to text a damn thing thanks to copy. Apple Corporation. Yeah, try that. If you guys are... Uh, if you're at home right now and you want to also put this to the test and you have a big, long conversation with a friend that actually makes sense and isn't forced, I would love for you to take a screenshot of that yeah, and send it. I would love to read your no-word conversation. Welcome back to Chewing. Welcome back to Chewing. Well, apostrophe on the end of that end. Mm-hmm. I ever tell you about my restaurant idea, Fixin's? It sounds familiar, but I'd love for you to tell me again. If for those of the people in the audience that haven't heard, I might have even made it up with you. We, I think we were at like a Cracker Barrel or something. <laughs> yeah, and the whole menu is hyphen, not hyphenated. Has a <laughs> oh. little. What do they call that? Oh, oh, you're talking about an apostrophe. Apostrophe. Yeah, everything on the menu is just like stuff and- that you would put on other stuff. What would be a good meal there? Just a bunch of bunch of fixins. If you want to order, <laughs> make sure you get what enough. What are are fixins? Just things you add to a sandwich or something? When I think about fixins, I think about relish and not much Nick coleslaw. Fixins. So fixins is like condiments. Fixins is like sprinkles, hot could, hot fudge. Could ketchup be fixins? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's how you fix a broken burger. <laughs> ketchup. <laughs> ketchup. Be um, generous. Good to know we still got it. <laughs> <laughs> you remember back in 2018 when they did, <laughs> they did that ketchup bit real quick? Remember when we waited and waited for them to be on the same podcast again? <laughs> and we couldn't wait for the electric bits they were going to throw at us because they'd just been holding in all those jokes. Yeah, and they hit us with that ketchup. Right off the bat. Mm-mm. Unsubscribe. <sighs> Mike, I haven't seen you, and I just know... Unfortunately, what I know about what even fucking happened to you uh-huh. is a combination of you being incredibly vague via text. Yeah. That's not like, no, I I, I didn't take it personally yeah, in any good, way. Good, good, good. Um, was you being incredibly vague via text, and then Elliot 
sometimes saying like, oh yeah, well, it's this. And I was like, how do you, how? What? Elliot has this thing where it doesn't matter what he says. He's to the point in his adult life where he says things so matter-of-factly yeah. that like that's what it is for at least as long as it comes out of his mouth. That's exactly <laughs> what, regardless of right. what he's saying. That's right. why it's it's such a big deal if he does choose to become a flat earther at some point. <laughs> because once he's on that train, he's he's not getting off the train. I think Elliot could become a flat earther. Tomorrow if you wanted to. Yeah. Or later tonight. <laughs> if he has time. Should he find himself informed enough. But the point I'm trying to get to is, is that, and the audience should know this, I actually have no idea what actually happened to you. Oh, well then this will be a fun time for all of us. And so, and the audience I'm sure is curious as well. Yeah. And the only bit of information that I had that I felt was pretty concrete was that I think you had kidney stones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Confirm. This has been. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you <laughs> next time. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's our sponsor here? And Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> just, just saying the Just name the name. That. Yeah, that works. What if that worked better than anything? Everybody runs out. Oh, and... Maybe that's the future. Okay, guys. Remember, Dollar Shave Club. And then, and then, like one day, content's just gonna be so fast and so annoying mm-hmm. that I'll just be doing a bit. I'll be like, and then the guy comes out of the fucking cheesecake factory, Dollar Shave Club, and he gives himself <laughs> a fucking cake that he bought. Yeah. He bought like that's the ad. It's like having an ad break in the middle of a vine. Right. Um, can you turn my headphones down a little bit because I'm vibrating? Yeah, we're gonna have some fun trying to figure out which one's yours though. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm going to sing you a little ditty. Try the black chord. Okay, great. There's only seven over here. (laughs) So I'm going to sing to you. Okay. And you tell me when you don't hear it. Okay. Can I make a request? No. Drip, 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 little April showers. Got to tell you, we haven't found it yet. Drip, 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 little April showers. Are you turning them down or up? All the way down, baby. Drip, drip, drip. That's me. So I found me. Now, what drip, if you drip, get to me at the, best, April at the best part of the song? <laughs> then you're going to miss that. <laughs> no, part. that's what I'm worried about. Okay, how's that? Is that too low? That's what I'm worried about. Want me to split the difference? How you split feeling? Split the difference, please. Okay, how's that? One, two, three. Should have did this beforehand, and that's yeah, on me yeah. for sure. Well, and it's on me too. Thank you. That's perfect. Hi, okay, great. Um. So, yeah, man. The audience is dying to know. I'm dying to know. Will you tell me just like the way you would tell me? I'd Are you not to. afraid to be as candid as you would be had we just been talking as I friends? I could zone out and pretend all of this is different. <laughs> just imagine. Just pretend like everyone, every every camera in the room is naked. Good. <laughs> Picture something embarrassing about the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, where uh, I'm gonna, uh, I, I need a location. Where, <laughs> where, where? Why did that actually work? When people would imagine the audience was naked, did you ever do that? I think if you're like they tell um, like corporate speakers to do, or if you have to yeah. do a presentation at work or something mock like trial, that. but that's not something like an actor does. You know, somebody who has to like oh, someone who's not going to be an entertainer. You mean? Mm-hmm. And they give you like have to make a speech, one speech, and you're like, you gotta one talk king's at, speech. You gotta talk at grandma's funeral. Everybody wants you to talk at grandma's funeral. Well, if you're nervous, you just picture picture everyone naked. in your family naked. Picture your dad 
as naked as you can get. Maybe even, I mean, if that's too much, just picture your dad naked. No matter where you are, no even matter, if your dad's not there. And then imagine like the, the movie version of that where it cuts back and everyone is like in full three-piece <laughs> suits and dresses and just your dad and his balls. And his dad and his balls are there. <laughs> Which one do you think The Rock would play? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my tip. You want my tip? Yes. If you're ever nervous on stage, picture your dad naked, <laughs> and he's just constantly dropping his car keys <laughs> and picking them up again. Is he getting like increasingly upset about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> do you think the angrier you'd get, the more motion would occur in the yeah. genital area? I think it would... Um the transition from from <laughs> from upright to folded over would be faster and more of a um like a jerky <laughs> it kind of uh, slapdash movement you know what i want to see i've never seen i've never seen a rendering of what a penis looks like <laughs> while it's in a pair of underwear <laughs> You know how you can kind of squish everything up, then things are curved around. You can. It's like silly putty. You can do whatever you want. Well, I just want to see. I want to see that image, <laughs> like without the underwear. Yeah, without the underwear. Like if like the underwear is invisible, tidy whities but clear. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see the junk all squished up together. Yeah. I've never seen that. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. I believe that's called a pressed fruit bowl. <laughs> It's called a raw pretzel. I think <laughs> I think they talked about it on Beavis and Butthead once, did, and they referred to it as a pressed fruit basket. Dude, did did Beavis and Butthead come up with the but uh, the vegetable or what is it? Fruit basket. Fruit basket. My friends, my brother's friend used to do this move called the fruit basket. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> I need to know. It's when you bring your balls back. To to into your butt, <laughs> into your your friends had elastic balls at a young age. That's like old man balls. Elasticity. Like, hang on, I'm, in, I'm maybe I'm having a hard time explaining this. You just bring your balls around, sure, under your butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then close your legs so that they get all squished up by your butt. Yeah, and that's a fruit basket. <laughs> <laughs> I think that has several names. What have you heard it called? Isn't isn't that movie Waiting where they where they're always showing each other their balls? Yeah, I think yeah. that's part of that whole thing. What did they What do they call it? Was it a goat or something like that? <laughs> a goat? Because that makes sense. Because you got two legs like a goat, and then you got the head. <laughs> oh right, right, right. <laughs> if you're watching the video podcast, you'll you're get a better look. That. Mike Steve did a is doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Yeah, Steve's on the table doing it. <laughs> Oh I had a bath goodness. yesterday, so today is... <laughs> today is a perfect day for a goat. <laughs> it's uh, it's very hot in the valley, and my oh, head is so hurting hot. very much. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah. So but let's we record a podcast. Yeah, why not? But it, it it does make me feel good to be across the table from you. Yeah, man. I feel like this is medicine. Are, this is medicine. Yeah, and uh, um. Also in California, other types of medicine exist. They say daughter is the best medicine. Sorry, laughter. <laughs> Getting words mixed up in speech <laughs> because they look similar on paper <laughs> is hilarious. Dude, I still will never forget when we did our our dynamic banter live and you did your <laughs> Cloverfield or your, your 10 Cloverfield lane like analyzation yeah. uh -huh. live. 
my eight page dissertation. I'll never forget that you called it Big Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> Big Tobacco. Big Tabasco. That that oh dude, I can't get it out of my so, head. Steve, it's a problem nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> Well, if you ever wondered why your Tabasco is a little bit more expensive these days. You know that they exclusively uh, target people in lower income homes. Yeah, I know, man. And that's one of the problems with big Tabasco. Tabasco users die every eight seconds. (laughs) (laughs) My grandmother was a heavy Tabasco user. Tabasco use could lead to pregnancy problems. I don't know anyone who likes Tabasco sauce. Um, I I don't mind it. That's different. Oh, you're talking about someone who's like obsessed with it? Like people ask for tapatio. People ask for um what's the good version Cholula. of tapatio? Cholula. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you Bahama. talking and <laughs> come on, Freddie Baba. <laughs> Are you talking about uh the one that's hard to say? Sri Racha? <laughs> Sriracha is, is a little different. Siri Racha? Siri. Oh, you were thinking of Cholula then. Yes. Okay. Um but Jamaica. no one's ever like if they're like we don't have any of that stuff, but we have. They always have Tabasco. Everyone has Tabasco. And then you say, "All right," and then they it comes, and you don't use it. So you're saying no one asks for Tabasco. Yes. Yeah, you might be right about that, but it's still available, and it's still like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So is like soy milk and soy rizo and dude, everything is available. One of my favorite memories of Tabasco. You're going to want to use a coaster. (laughs) There was a commercial on TV. And there was a guy who had a big old delicious slice of pizza in his hand. And he shakes down some Tabasco right onto the pizza slice. That's good. I've done that. And I had never done it. Have you since? And I have since, and I think it's great. It is very good. It's very, very good, especially cold pizza. Yeah. Cold pizza way better. Yeah. And I think I'm a little bit of a wuss when it comes to the spicy stuff. That's crazy. Can I you know. Be Mexican and I know it's crazy, it isn't? I can't. You I just, weren't like raised on that. No, I was a really picky eater as a kid. Mm. I was a one-eyed, one-horn, pine, flying, purple, penis. purple crazy eater. Yeah. <laughs> That's a song that goes, put the lime in the cooking. Now listen up. Dude, I, I, I have a problem with the, um, man, I've got so much to talk about. <laughs> this episode's going to be four hours. Tabasco <laughs> sauce is is like the the weak man's tapatio. Okay. Because it's not really, it's just pepper, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't say... It'd be interesting. It's just pepper. They, it's just pepper. <laughs> they have a spicy scale. Like you ever see hot ones? Oh, there's like a Tabasco. You can get that. Oh, hot ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so there's like a spicy. Isn't that a hot wing sauce? It's a show on YouTube where the host. I forget oh, his oh, name. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The bald guy. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, but they have like a, it's like one to ten. The Scovels. Yes. The Scovels. And I don't know where these three things that we're talking about sit on that, but they all taste the same hotness to me. It's just different like wow. flavor. You know? Like I think Tabasco sauce is really like watery and weird and then Cholula's real nice. It's a little thicker. I like Cholula actually. And I, I like think Cholula's Frank's. less people talk Frank's a lot of shit good. about Frank's. Dude. Zoya hates Frank's. What's that one from the South? Diamond? Diamonds? I've never had that one. Fuck, I gotta find out. Or it's like fuck. I'll tell you what I have had. I used to ask for it at the diner all the time in Connecticut. Yeah. And there was this one busboy who was like, we don't have any of that stuff, but I have my own personal stuff. Oh. And he was Puerto Rican. What the and fuck? And he pulls out this black label. It was all in Spanish. And he was like, yo, have this, but don't like have a couple drops. And I put like three drops on my diner omelet, you like foot long omelet. And I was out of my mind for the rest of the day. Uh, wait, really? Yeah. See, that's who has the best hot... Bus boys have the best hot sauce. Everybody knows that. That's an old diner rule. Yeah, Crystal. It's called Crystal. I've never had that. It looks delicious. Oh, my God. This is Crystal. If you guys are watching... <laughs> that's what the rappers used to talk about. <laughs> Crystal. Get some of that crystal hot sauce. I went to New Orleans, and every restaurant had crystal sauce. Nice. And I was like, all right, I'm in Nolland. I've got to have their, I got to do what they do, right? Remember? We were hanging out with Malcolm. And you kept saying po'boy. And he was like, why do you keep saying it like that? Yeah, man. Oh, God, I'd love to get a sandwich. I forgot how to say how po I said it. Poo boy. Because <laughs> it's so fun to say it. You yeah, it is so it. fun. And I, dude, that was actually the first time I had Crystal Hot Sauce was on a Poe Boy. Oh, nice. Yeah, and a, it was a good one. What a combination. I liked it. Hmm. All right, well, let's fucking get to it, man. Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> <laughs> History Road. Um, did you... Well, whatever. Who cares? Let's do this, man. What All the right. fuck happened? We could start at, at start at the very no, no, tippy no. top. Okay, I was gonna start at VidCon because you already started. There. Yeah, but it, but it happened even before further. VidCon. So the day before I was gonna go, I'm home. just gonna go use the toilet while you tell the story. Not a problem. <laughs> just kidding. Go for it. That was an ant, by the way, on my phone. Yeah, we got ants here. I'm you sorry. You got ants in here. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. I know, but we have ant traps. Oh, great! So they'll be gone in <laughs> six to eight weeks. <laughs> Um, okay, let me go back. So this is my June, okay? I go home. I thought you were trying to tell me an ant was calling you. <laughs> my aunt is calling me. <laughs> Crawling. Crawling me. Um, I go home. I'm scheduled to go home on June 13th, right? So on June 11th. CT. CT. It's Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> such go back June 17th Christmas time <laughs> Christmas time 1996 So Monday or Tuesday of that week 7pm CT 7pm Christmas time 7 Eastern Standard Christmas time <laughs> <laughs> Can we use CT as the time, <laughs> for, time? On Christmas day Yeah It's I about <laughs> Come over for dinner around 1 o'clock Christmas time <laughs> 
we're right. gonna we're gonna do brunch around 11 p.m. Christmas time. <laughs> okay. 11 a.m. Your mom's supposed to be me. flying in around 9 p.m. Christmas time. She's. I mean, she got a great rate. Um, so like June 11th or 12th, I start to have like the pains, the back pains. Yeah. And that's when we were talking about whatever. So it got so bad. Eventually, here's one of the things I learned about myself is I'm not good at gauging my pain. You know, when you go to the hospital and they're like between one and 10. Yeah. I only know one and 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. You're right. How are you even supposed to know? I have no, one time I said six and they were like, really? I said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Probably. It is such a weird way to gauge pain. Yeah. And so this, these last seven trips to the hospital have done nothing but reinstate uh, my belief that I, I uh, can't gauge my own pain. Well, I think you and I are in a club now that mm-hmm. i would rather not be a part of kidney boys the kidney boys the kb let's get it tattooed on our knuckles i <laughs> just want a little stone yeah just on it just, just a little a stone. disgusting <laughs> stone that no one would want um the something that we can share share in is that i mean i guess there are different pain levels too though but mm-hmm. kidney stones oh, you'll see by the end of the story that we were in a similar club because I had had them prior and they passed seven years ago or eight years ago. By the end of this story, you will see that we are in different. Oh, shit. So this was a different situation. We might be in different. Our clubs might be in different countries. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm just what I'm trying to say is, is that we can say our pain threshold is from one to kidney stones. Yeah, yeah, it goes beyond 10. Which goes beyond 10, yeah. Yeah, it's around 27. <laughs> Dude, wait, so you had passed stones before? Yeah, like seven or eight years ago oh, when okay. I got sick, when all the appendix stuff happened, yeah. which was like the catalyst for like moving across the country and pursuing comedy and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, And the uh, pulmonary embolism was like the big scary thing. Yeah. The, uh, it was like, it was the closest to that. I had come in seven or eight years, oh but that God. was the last time I had kidney stones. Okay, so that one was similar to the one that I had. Yeah, they broke up and they passed, and it wasn't a big deal. Oh, it my. hurts when it's going from your kidney to the ureter. Yeah, but then it doesn't really hurt anymore. See, guys who don't know are and girls are mostly like, "Oh, that must hurt your dick when you shoot it out of your dick," and it's not really like that. Yeah, but it's not. By the time it gets to your bladder, it's like it. You wouldn't. A lot of times you wouldn't even notice it. Right. Unless it's gigantic. Right. Unless it's big, which is which happens. That happened. Oh, Mike. So I feel real sick. The morning I went to the hospital too late, I was in throw-up pain. You ever yeah. be in throw-up pain? I've not, but so, I know what that is. Yeah, this is pain. This is right before pass-out pain that I've only had one other time in my life. And I was like projectile... Uh oh! Just because it hurt so bad, and I didn't know your body like, was just like I had fuck. the flu or something, but it was from pain. Yeah. Is there a skunk in this building? Do you think? Do you smell that? What if I smell you a little under the table and it was a skunk? <laughs> what um, if it was Lee dressed like a skunk? Oh, it might be this. What is it? Uh, just the candle. Oh, I'm just like, why is it a different smell? No, that's fine. Don't blow it out. I like it. I think it's that combining with other things. <laughs> with a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> I think that skunk lit a candle. It smells like a skunk and a candle in here. <laughs> skunk and a candle walking through. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, which one do you think The Rock would play? <laughs> skunk or candle? <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Kevin Candle. <laughs> and I don't burn out. And I'm Tommy Skunk. <laughs> and we don't really get along, but we you have to. You know what? To. Chris Pratt would be Tommy Skunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm Tommy Skunk. Come save my sister. Car salesman Tommy Skunk. Um, All right, so you were puking pain. Even driving to the Encino, we went to Encino, no, we went to Sherman Oaks Hospital first. That's driving the one where there. I was taken care of. You said you had a bad situation there. Oh, or I'm going to tell you all of it. I'm going to tell all you. All right, everything. I'm getting the popcorn. So, I'm just going to turn my mic off. <laughs> you can leave. It's fine. <laughs> um, so we're driving there, and I'm like, Zoe, you got to. Like, she was stopped at a red light on Ventura, and this is like five o'clock in the morning. I stumbled out onto the street, was puking from pain on the street, on my hands and knees. Jesus Christ. So I get to the hospital. Zoya must have been terrified. Um, I'm sure she was, but she was, but she's a warrior. Yeah. She's like Wonder Woman if she didn't feel the need to wear all that thought shit. Why doesn't the new Wonder Woman just dress like she wants to? Why doesn't she yeah. have like fucking like long sleeve, like long johns on and shit? It must be hot where she comes from. She's covered in blood and dirt. That's Wonder Woman. That's the real life Wonder Woman. Not this gaudy bullshit. Not this little mini skirt. <laughs> I don't get it. No mini skirts. Um. So anyway, no disrespect. I know she listens. <laughs> <laughs> and we plan on having her on at some point. Comic Con is coming up. Yeah, that's true. There's probably going to be several thousand of them there. Yeah. So I get to the hospital and I don't look good. And they're like, "We'll push it through." And I'm in the um, the emergency room with everybody. It's like the communal room. I hate the emergency room. It's a place, man, because you could be next to somebody with like a stab wound. Yeah. And or then next or to their another thumb person, is off, and they're just holding yeah, yeah, the yeah. stump. Just stay here while we get the doctor. Do your best with your thumb. Yeah. Um, that's all very real. Hold that as tight as you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you some ice, and do you want some? Are you thirsty? <laughs> um, so I go in there, and they... I made a mistake when I went in. Because first of all, I look like shit. I look like me. So I go in there, and by this point, I know I'm having kidney oh, stones. No. I know the pain, and I know I'm like 10, right? Yeah. So they're like, have you had morphine before? Have you, you know... We're going to try to get your pain under control. We can't do anything until we get your pain under control. Excuse me. A little burp. Lee. And I said, uh, I need Dilaudid, please. And Dilaudid is, I had it back when, back in the day. And that's like above everything. Morphine didn't work. There's a one that starts with a T that didn't work. And I'm like, I need. This was like Michael Jackson's like bedtime tea. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, away. it's very, very crazy stuff. So I think what that does when you just roll into the emergency room and they've never seen you before, and you're like, "Give me the apps, give me this hardest thing." Zoya's like, "You can't just ask for that because they're gonna think you're a drug addict." Yeah. So they kind of treated me like a drug <laughs> oh, addict no. for the rest of the time until like Steve. It was so painful. That every breath in was like a stuttered breath, and every breath out had some kind of a noise accompanied with oh it. Oh my god! Like, oh. A noise you couldn't help. I couldn't not your make body. A noise. Your that was your body screaming. Yeah. So once you prove to them how sick you are by that, um, they eventually gave it to me. I guess there's like a national shortage because of everything that happened in like Puerto Rico. There's yeah. a lot of medicine shortages. A lot of people don't know that. Drop a knowledge. Um, so they got the pain under control, and then they were like, 
listen, we can't really do anything for you here because we don't have a urologist on duty. There's just not a ton of urologists in our area. But they have one in Encino. And by this point, it's like my what they found was, I think after an ultrasound or an x-ray, that my stone was an eight millimeter stone, which is impossible to pass. So what was happening was it was blocking whatever and like urine and stuff was backing up to my kidney and oh, my kidney was shit. dilated. So that causes... And that could be bursting and that could be death. I mean, that's one of the many possibilities, right? So it's kind of like a race against time. These people think I'm a drug addict and now they're like, we can't even do anything for you here because there's no urologist. Okay, so it wasn't really their fault. They just, it just sucked real no bad. No one's placing blame. I'm just telling you what happened. It you just know? sucked real bad. So yeah. they're like, there. We think there's a urologist at um, Encino, but there was this whole thing where they're like, we can't discharge you or whatever. You have to like sign out that you're leaving the hospital. And I'm like, well, you can't help me, so I have to go to where the urologist is. So we sign ourselves out of the hospital. Zoya takes me over there, and we get enough pain pills so that something stops for whatever reason. We just have the pain under control. I don't know if I was passing it at this point or. Or what? They told me I couldn't pass it, but then my dad at one point passed a seven. So I thought, like, I got the Falzone family urethra. We're going to give it the old college try. So they're like, take this. Urethra of steel. Urethra of steel. Which one do you think? Urethra's castle. (laughs) Thank you for that. Also, Eureka looks exactly like Lee. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's so good. Uh, And I forgot about Batty. And someone was like, Batty is Steve or Batley. Yeah, Batley. Um... So we go to Encino. They get the pain under control, and I'm flying. Was Brendan Fraser there? He was. Or Sean Astin. <laughs> he was there. Paulie Shore was like, "I'm the urologist, buddy." Was he wheezing the juice? <laughs> was he? He's like, "We gotta get you in surgery and wheeze the juice. <laughs> we gotta wheeze that juice out of your kidney, buddy. Out of your kidneys." Um. So they somehow get my pain under control. I'm like, I'm flying tomorrow. And they're like, okay, (laughs) great. So I get like Percocet or whatever. And for some reason, I'm fine on the plane. And I I, like took a Percocet before we got on and I was fine on the plane. I go home and I go to sleep and I wake up and I was pacing. I had the pain again and I was pacing back and forth. At home, no joke, like three o'clock in the morning. I went home from my mom's retirement party and to like spend time at home and and chill out for a week. And I had some shows booked on the East Coast as I was promoting the whole time on Dynamic Banter. And uh, so I go home, have the same pain, wake up, and I'm pacing. I must have walked a mile and a half in my house. And I'm like, it's just not going away. And right? you're just, and it's the only thing to get your mind off of yeah. things. And I'm I'm looking for things to do. And Dude, I remember doing that yeah. exact thing. Because you think you're like, in so much pain, you're like, I can't sit down. I don't want to sit down. Yeah. I don't want to lay down. <clears throat> and and I even had no idea of, uh, like I've I've had kidney stones once, but there's I didn't know all the options of like if they have any options of things to do at the hospital. So my experience is like you have pain, they manage your pain, and you just have that until you pass it that was my experience that's all they can do so i'm like i'm not going to go to the hospital again because they can't do anything for me um that's why i i ended up going to the hospital twice in mine yeah and the second time i was like 
I don't want to go, but I didn't have any pain management stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I got to get something. But you're right. There's no reason to go because there's nothing to do. They'll just have you lay there. Is what I thought. Is what I thought. Uh Uh-oh. Is what I thought. Uh Uh-oh. So I call, I don't know why I did this, but I have very, I made my parents very sad the first time I got sick. And I know I didn't do it on purpose or whatever, but I put them through a lot. And I think part of that was part of my wrong decision to not wake them. They were upstairs sleeping. And so I called Zoya, who's like three towns away at this point on the East Coast with her family. And I'm like, we got to go to the hospital right now. She comes to pick me up. My dad wakes up by this point. He's like, what's going on? I tell him what's going on. He comes to the hospital with us. Bridgeport Hospital. Shout out. I tell them everything. They assess me to the fullest degree they take the uh x-rays and they take ultrasounds and i did a uh cat scan and like all this you went into the machine that scares the shit out of you yeah i hate that that machine's fine that machine's the least scary thing in the hospital i guess that's true i know (laughs) (laughs) uh that's a washing machine um oh my god so i had a couple real bad nights in the hospital and they couldn't get the pain under control and they, they couldn't um, schedule anything. They couldn't get the pain under control. No, no. So like nothing was like helping. up all night, like, like begging for nurses to come in. Please. And like yeah. Zoya, God, dude, speaking of Wonder Woman, Zoya is like, she's on a, she's dip. She's on a different. Yeah. She's from somewhere She's else. N-O-T-W. What is that? She's not of this world. Not of this world. She's none of this world. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so she's next to me on a recliner. Are you for sending like three her to a spa weekend or something? I'll do anything. Yeah, you got to really give her. Something I would have all. You know our relationship. Of course, of I would have all. I'll. I'll. Whatever it takes. Right, and you would have done the same for her, obviously. Oh yeah, 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 and that's what she keeps saying. <laughs> Um, and, and you don't have to do anything dude, like I'm that. I'm telling ever. you, if if Netflix calls tomorrow and I get my special and I get all this money, it's just like, where do you want to go by yeah. yourself? Or if if you want me to come, I'll yeah. go. But if you want to go by yourself Whatever to Cancun, you yeah. What you're what kind of men would you like waiting for you there? <laughs> <laughs> who's your? I'm in Hollywood right now. Who's your? Who's your number one? Who's your like three fast? <laughs> and honey, that's an NQA. <laughs> it's a no questions asked situation. <laughs> We're only acronyms from here on out. NQA, baby. So I end up meeting a couple urologists in the hospital. They're bringing these people around to like talk to me about what's going on. And they're like, you're not going to Were you able, able to, to get up this. and walk around at the hospital? No, I wasn't walking at this point. Ugh. Um... <laughs> I was able to. I just refused. Uh, <laughs> so they carried me to them. move my legs, <laughs> like that kid in the Secret Garden. Yeah. <laughs> what a reference! So, I, I'm telling you, man, I'm different now. Yeah, you're different. You watch movies now. Now I watch movies, and I remember. <laughs> I go back in time and watch movies. Now. <laughs> you rem- because of this, you remember every movie you saw. <laughs> Even the ones you slept through. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is what happened in Superman Homecoming. I can't wait. Tony Ravillori was in that. I had a lovely time with him at your birthday. Yeah, he's a good boy. Him and Zoya hit it off. So that's Tony's, Zoya's free pass. 
So, <laughs> so Tony's in Cancun with Zoya right Tony, now. <laughs> and that's a that's an NQA. That's an NQA. So um they introduced me to this hotshot, very attractive urologist. Man. Man. And uh and looked a little bit like Mike Costa. Oh wow. And eighties uh, Mike Costa? I, I think that's his name, Mike Costa. Yeah. I'm not even gonna that's where I'm gonna leave. Okay. Right. So he comes in and he's like, Hey, I'm this hotshot doctor. What we're gonna do is we're gonna um we need to relieve so the stone is blocking and kidneys dilated because stuff's backing up. And he's like, it's good that you're urinating and stuff like that. I wasn't like completely blocked up, but we need to like relieve the pressure and we need to let some of this through or whatever. So we're going to put a stent in. So, and I saw your eye involuntarily react to that. Oh, and you need to tell me if you want to hear the rest of the story. Cause it's all like, it's all real, and just know that, like today, as we sit here and talk to you, I sit here and talk to you. I don't know why I turned into multiple. You could people. say we because the podcast listener. We, yeah. As we're all talking to you, um, I'm. This is, as of two hours ago, I'm good. As of like two hours ago, for the first time in a month. No way. So the all the end of this has a good. Ending. Okay. Okay. And I'm good, and I'm healthy. Knock on wood. And it literally didn't end until about five hours ago. Jesus Christ. So That's 9 p.m. CT. 9 p.m. Christmas, Christmas time. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not to be confused with CE the day prior. <laughs> Christmas Eve time. CET. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas extra <laughs> ET the Christmas extraterrestrial. That would have been the Christmas they special. really messed up. They missed out on that. I think you're going to need to talk about what a stint is. No problem. A stint is, it looks like it's a um, a rubber tube, right? Did you know what it was when he said you're nope. going to need a stint? Okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. When As he's talking about, here's what this is, and now it needs to go inside of you. Did he seem really like... Um, uh, here's what we gotta do, man. No, 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 no. Very good much... doctors don't do that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, good, good bedside manner. Like nurses will do that because they don't have to do anything. They're not gonna hurt you. They're right. just there to make you comfortable. Right, right. So they'll sympathize with you. Doctors like, hey, guess what is gonna happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> you thought you think he got some kind of pleasure out of it? But here is what I think a lot of times, and I do this too, and I'm gonna try not to do this in the future. But we get um, really caught up on the procedure or the operation yeah. or whatever it is. But the outcome of that is being better. Right. And there's nothing better than that. And and it, yeah. And sometimes it's like whatever it takes. Yeah. You got to get there. And and that's what terrifies me. That's what, that's why we, we talked about the pain so much. Because it's not just like, this is so far beyond like, you take three Advil PMs, and then you don't feel much. <laughs> yeah, this is this light is like years beyond. Right, that. this is very, really and truly, morphine doesn't work at all. Morphine is children's Tylenol to the pain that I had. Because so this is like in those eighteen hundreds movies when they're like sawing dudes' legs off. Yeah, and they're okay with yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, yeah, just give me a whiskey and a belt, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, before you tell everyone what a stint is, let's get this, uh, let's get this ad out of the way. <laughs> you know where we get our stints. Um, <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry if I blew that right at you. Certainly did. That's going to be a lot of sourdough pretzel and cookie air. Guys, we want to thank our sponsor, Dollar Shave Club, today. Dollar Shave Club, of course, is a wonderful club that you can join. But before I get into who exactly they are, let me ask you this. If you ever shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable, I got news for you guys. Dollar Shave Club has a lot of that stuff to help you out. They've got everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And they've got everything you need to get ready in the bathroom before you go out and have your amazing day. It's much more than just razors, guys. That's right, because they deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. You name it, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, even a wipe that'll leave your tush feeling tingly clean. Don't just breeze over that part. No, 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 because I won't. Those are life-changing. They really are. It's, it's, it's like, if you don't want a bidet, if you don't have a bidet, this is the way. There's aloe vera in the butt wipes. Yeah. And so they make your butt feel like it's been eating mint chocolate chip ice cream. Which is what your butt needs and wants. <laughs> I really like their uh, their shave. Uh, their What do they call that? Butter? Like a the shave butter? Yeah, yeah, I love the shave butter. Mm-hmm. I use it down here on my... Uh-huh. <laughs> when I want to take care of business. Yeah. TCB, like Elvis. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I love their um, their lavender cleanser, body cleanser for the shower. It smells good. It feels good. I feel like a clean person. I don't feel like a goddamn trash man. <laughs> Looking for a spade. <laughs> All of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping is free with your membership. So, guys, here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just five bucks, you can get their daily essential starter set. Comes with body cleanser, one wipe Charlie's, their amazing butt wipes, their world famous shave butter, which I talked about, and their best razor, the six blade executive. And you can keep the blades <laughs> coming. The, the six blade executive, <laughs> That's yeah. That's great. Who's going to play that one? Is that Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock <laughs> The sixth grade executive. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. The sixth grade executive. You can keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month, guys, and add in shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash banter. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash banter. Thank you so much, Dollar Shave Club. We love you. Thank you. Big fan. These people just want you to look and smell good. That's it. And they'll make a buck on the side, but you're going to smell good, and you're going to feel good, and it's better shit than what you get at the goddamn trash store. A stent is basically a rubber tube, right? Looks like a looks like a, a wire. Looks kind of like this, but a little thinner. Okay. And it is, it's looped at two ends. And uh, that's designed to go into your uterus, which is the little tube that brings... <sighs> I'm telling you, it gets worse. It brings <laughs> the pee-pee right out. It brings the pee-pee to the pee-pee house. It's, it goes from <clears throat> pee-pee factory, highway, pee-pee house. <sighs> so it what it does is those rounded parts kind of ease open the, uh, the tube a little bit, and they give you more room. And the second he put that, when I came out of surgery, so I had to go into surgery, and I was- What was the surgery for? 
to put the stent in. There's a surgery to put the stent in? How do you think the stent gets in? Do you think they wish it in? I thought it was just like... Do you think like, they're like, okay, I've, stint, do... I, I <laughs> thought it was one of those things where they just lube you up and they do a little push in. No, they put you out because that would be a horrible experience. Right. Because it, it, it doesn't... Um, it goes right up to your kidney. You know, it's not like it... Like if you have a catheter or whatever, they put a tube into your bladder. Yeah. Which, funny enough, when I was in Encino, I refused... I was like... They were like, we need you to pee so we know that you're not completely blocked up. And I was like, no, I could pee. Don't worry. And then I couldn't for a long time. Oh, and they were like, shit. well, we're going to have to give you a catheter. And I said, absolutely not. So now they think I'm a drug addict who's like <laughs> refusing. <laughs> you don't know. I know. Yeah. I saw yeah. Grey's Anemone. <laughs> so, uh, Grey's Anemone. So this hotshot doctor puts me under. And he's do, like, do, I want to put this. Do they uh, cut you open for this? No, there's no. Oh, so it is. It just goes right straight up the tube. Yes. Okay, so you have to be under for this. You got to be an under. Absolutely unpleasant experience. Yes. So, wow. good and the bad here, right? What yeah. do you want first? Yeah. Um. Give me the. Oh fuck. Give me the bad, so we can. It's get gonna to the get worse regardless. This is just for this section. Oh my god. All right. Give me the bad. So the bad news is when they're placing the stint. They push the kidney stone back into the kidney because it's in there. So they push it up yeah. the tube. It's on the highway. So now you're bringing bulldozers up and you're pushing it back. Well, in why the not tube. go in there with some little tweezy boys and just pull pluck the fucker out? See, this is where I get a little whatever. Because normally, what will happen is they'll go in with the same apparatus. The thing they put it in with has like a camera on it. Oh, and so you can go into the tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that thing also has like a little arm or a little net that comes and like grabs the the stone. It gets fat. This whole thing gets fascinating. Is this as well. still the bad? No, the bad thing is that they pushed it. Oh, back they push in. your stone back in. They push the stone back into the kidney. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait until this story you is made on all that the Fine Brothers react. Yeah. <laughs> Teenagers react to Mike Falzone's Watch kidney Watch Emma Blackery. <laughs> Reactive Mike Falzons. Watch attractive teenagers. <laughs> Watch Rebecca Black. <laughs> React to Mike Falzone. So you did all I'm that out, work I'm and they're pushing you back in. Yeah, well work well, what is work? Praying and drinking water? Uh, yeah, but being in that pain. On drugs. So um they do that and, and the thing that I'm confused about is why they didn't like try to grab it then and and get it out. And I think it's because they pushed it, and it was to a point where they couldn't get it. Okay. So, uh, so that's what happened there. Did they? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just here's go. the good news: when they place the stent, <laughs> I'm thinking further down the line. When they place the stent, oh, man, it was like pain was relieved, and I oh, what what hurts about the kidney stone is when it goes, like I said before, from the kidney to the ureter. It wasn't there anymore, and I had this thing giving me relief and, and pressure, relief on my kidney and stuff like that, so I felt great. So you woke up and there was no pain, really? No pain. I felt oh, like a perfect. like a new person. They're like, you have this, and this needs to come out sometime within the next 12 weeks, three months, 12 weeks. Um, oh, man. So, and they're like, we, we couldn't get it, but when they go, th this is what they told me, when they go in to get the stent, 
they'll take care of the, you're going to have what they call a lithotripsy. And this is the third time I heard this word. Oh, man. Because I had heard this word earlier in Encino. They said they might have to give you a lithotripsy. And then I asked what that was, and I'm on a lot of drugs by this point. And then they tell me what that is, and I think in my head and my heart, I definitely don't want that, and then I put it out of my wow, head. Wow, even drugged up, you knew you didn't want it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, fuck. A lithotripsy, and this is starts the fascinating part. I got to say Lithotrispy sounds like a cute little like anime character. Yeah, they send a, a garden nymph into you. <laughs> and and it sings like, the whole get time. Your stone. I'm going to the stone. <laughs> um uh so that's like the little 5-hour energy guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> Lithotrispy annoyed is they go in you with that machine with the camera on it. But that camera also has laser beam. Right. And so this is what they could do now. So essentially, if you're good at video games, you can find go in, search around a little while like those uh, rescuers are searching for the kids who are caught in that cave. It's exactly (laughs) the same thing. Or like a magic school bus episode. Magic school bus is the cartoon version of the kids in the cave. So uh, they go in and they find the stone and they could like pinpoint it and they could shoot it with this laser and then it becomes sand and you don't have to pass it. Oh my goodness, it sounds you, like a dream. You pee sand. That is the dream. Um, <laughs> so Always wanted to pee sand. <clears throat> always wanted to pee sand. They said when it comes time, when you have to get the stint out, you'll have that and then you'll they'll put in another stint and you'll be done with it. They'll put in another stint? So... I finally get to go home. And when I when I left the hospital, I knelt down and I kissed yeah, the ground. Yeah. And I said, I'm outside. It was the same as the first time eight years ago I was in the hospital. Yeah. Two IVs in both arms and they couldn't at one point they couldn't like find a vein Ugh. and they had like um, nightmares. Those poor nurses were coming in and like not doing good things to my vein, like blowing up my veins. Oh, and no. My veins were like retracting away from needles they were scared. And, and stuff like that. And it was bad and it was painful. And I remember I grabbed Zoya at one point and I just started crying profusely. Yeah. And I said, I'm so depressed and I'm so sorry that I have to put any of you through this, you know? <sighs> so... Oh man! Here is where I I keep saying I'm different now. Yeah, as like a joke, but once in a while I think you have things happen to you, and I yeah. think all of these things are combining into one life experience. Yeah, and you're just different, and you have less of a filter, and you see the world differently, and it kind of reinvigorated this love and 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 passion and appreciation I had for life after. You know, all those years ago, which you had a lot of already, already had a lot of, yeah. but you can More always use a, a reminder of... because you you get further and further away from that experience. Sure, sure. I remember, dude. After I got out of the hospital the first time, I was like legit smelling flowers every time I saw a flower that I liked. I was like, nothing's more important than going over here and knowing what this flower smells like. Uh, sounds ridiculous until something no, like but this it makes happens. Perfect sense, yeah. So. All the while, I have a close personal friend who happens to be a urologist in a different part of Connecticut. Okay. So they send me home, and I'm like, listen. Did you have the stint 
It's still in you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Oh, my and God. And they're like, you could fly with a stint. You could. He kept saying, the hotshot doctor kept saying, like, I've sent people around the world with a stint. What can, and I was is, like, that's a weird thing. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird, like, you don't, you don't play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I could send somebody around the world. I'll do it right now. <laughs> I'll send you around the world right now with a stint. But it's like you Even get it Even if you in, don't need it. You get it in to relieve you, and then it, it just has to come out sometime within the next, like, three months. Give me a couple of... Can you just give me, can I just give you a checklist of things that I'd like to know are capable while you have a stint in your inside of your good stuff? Yes, and then keep in mind that we are 75% of the way through the story. Okay, and you never you know what? We're going to keep going. Okay. Okay. We're about 50% of the way through the story. Also, so I'll go uh, here's how your life is different with a stint. There are two different types. This is very important. One, I'm going to tell you about right now. And another one I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Oh, boy. The stint that I had uh, is just the tube and and nothing else. It's just in you. And then they put you out and they go in and get it when when you're done. Um, that's one of them. Okay. And it become, uh, sleeping wasn't real comfortable. Um, but And it's mostly fine. You just feel a little bit stiff. Oh, man. And um, peeing sucks. And not like, it just sucks. It's just like an irritation. It's not a pain. It just doesn't it's feel not, the right. I kept thinking, going along with the appreciation thing, I'm like, nothing has felt, since the stint, nothing has felt close to as bad as all the ki- uh, original kidney stuff did. Or before they can get the pain under control. Any kind of like weird irritation or stiffness or like, oh, I didn't sleep that well that night, paled in comparison to how bad the pain was for this other stuff. So I have this friend, Dr. Steve, we'll call him. And he's a urologist. I hope you like this guy. He's a great guy. Okay, good. Um, I was like, what are the chances that you could help me and that you could, we can get an operation done sometimes before I go home, you know? Because um, you want like, it done, yeah. And he's like, I, I, I would l- absolutely love to do it, but we, you know, insurance that could be a whole different podcast that I never want to have or do or listen yeah. to. But yeah. insurance fucks so much shit up, and they're like, we really can't do it unless it's an emergency. So I explained all this other stuff. Um, he was like, I'll call you if I have an opening, and we'll see where you're at. So, uh, we were supposed to fly back on the 20th. He calls me on the 19th and he's like, I could fit you in tomorrow if you come in through the emergency room. And, uh, and so we go in and, uh, and I'm like, Zoya, Zoya's packing for our trip. And I'm like, Zoya, you got to call the air, the, the Alaska the air or whatever it was and cancel our trip. That was a whole other thing. Yeah, man, that's a lot Lost of money. Lost out on hundreds hundreds of dollars even with a, a doctor's note so as i'm telling her this i go into the bathroom at her mom's house and i i go to the bathroom oh, no. and it's like all blood and it's like not great i don't want to freak you out no no i just know, know this i know this I'm eventually just, it's a good i know i know. You know i just dude don't worry about me i'm just reacting I'm so sad for you. That's all. That's okay. I'm just feeling for you because I know what it's like to pee blood and it's a goddamn nightmare. It, it's really the, one of the most alarming things I've <laughs> yeah. ever, you know. And, and Steve was like, you know, 
sometimes it's bad, but sometimes people freak out because a couple drops of blood could look like, you know, something way different. But anyway, that happened. We went in through the emergency room and he's like, I could give you this procedure. I can give you this lithotripsy. We're going to do it. Don't eat anything after midnight. Let's go. You'll be Let's a gremlin if you do. You'll be a gremlin and then we can't get in there at all because their, their pee holes are so small. Right. Everybody knows that. Uh, so I go in. I'm fucking crazy nervous by this point. Of course. Because you can imagine like I was fine a week ago. And I was looking forward to going to VidCon, and I was looking forward to seeing my mom for her fucking, for her, I keep wanting to call it a graduation party, for her retirement <laughs> party. My whole family came over. Luckily, I was good for one night, and I hung out with all of them, and it that's was good. amazing. And uh, and I, I think that's God, but we could talk about that in a different <laughs> podcast as well. So um, I'm like, as a man, I'm like so much shit has been done. I've been in so much pain and now I got to go through this operation and I'm fucking terrified. Sure. And he's like, don't be terrified. I'm going to take good care of you. So I go in, they put me under, I ask everybody in the hospital if I'm going to be asleep for this procedure. I'm asking like the admin people, like the people at the front desk. (laughs) You're asking like the janitor. Okay. Okay. Name and birthday. Before we get there, can I ask you if I'm going to be asleep (laughs) when they shoot space time lasers in my dick? Please tell Star me. Wars. They're going to sh- take gun from Star Wars. Yeah. And they're going to shoot him up. So I go from checking in to the emergency room to the operating table in record time. Great. Is this, does this have anything to do with your friend or is yeah. it because that's great? That's and so awesome. It's, you know, it's, it's a good human being trying to do sure good for us and help a friend yeah in an is, emergency is situation. he getting an edible arrangement or I, that was the first <laughs> joke i made is we got to send him an edible <laughs> arrangement how about just the bouquet of strawberries what if we give him a bouquet made of melon <laughs> i'm sure he'd appreciate that and all the work he did inside my dick sure so were you worried about your friend seeing your dick at all nah no it just made for good jokes you should ask Zoya about. I had some good jokes, and they'll While all people go to are waste. grabbing your dick. And every stuff? everyone I talked to, every nurse, every doctor I talked to, I I got at least one good one in there. <laughs> I can't and wait. I made everybody laugh. Uh, there was this one doctor. At least who you were came still in. in high spirits. Here is another part of the Bridgeport thing before we get to this secondary hospital. Uh, here's where it starts to get scary again. They thought that I had a blood clot. And they, like the first time, and if that goes into your lungs or your brain or an end organ, you're just like- good night, Irene. Yeah. So this is where Elliot's like, as bad as he was making it sound or might have made it sound, this is where he's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. This is where he's justified. Oh, fuck. So they go in- We were at VidCon, I think. When he was telling you about this Yeah. Yeah. First couple hours of VidCon, I was still in a hospital. Um, Anyway, so- I get this doctor and it turns out that it wasn't, but it's, it's, it's something else. And he's testing like neurological things. So he's having me, he's doing this to me and he's just saying, do this back to me. Lobster hand, two lobster hands, like the chicken dance. Yeah. And we're looking in each other's (laughs) eyes and he's like looking for something specific. Do the fun part of the chicken dance for me for three minutes. Do the part everybody knows before the wiggle. (laughs) And, uh, and there's just silence and we're just looking at each other. And he's a very another very good looking man. And I said, "Is um is one of us supposed to fly away?" At some point? <laughs> <laughs> so one one of the many many good jokes I had. Very good. So 
blah, blah, blah. I'm at this other hospital. I'm on the operating table. It's like an experience, like no other experience I've ever had to have like a friend operate on you. And he's talking to me like a buddy. And he's like, dude, you're, you're going to be okay. I'm going to like, you're going to be good. It's, I'm going to take care of you. I do five of these a day. And you felt more comfortable. And he's like, I warmed up on the first two. No rust. Did he really do some earlier? He does like, he's a surgeon. That's his dude. job. He does yeah. like five a day. And he's a urologist. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dick guy. He's a dick man. My friend Steve, he's a dick guy. He's a dick man. <laughs> and uh, he's a beautiful man. And um, a dick guy. And uh, that's what it says on his business card. <laughs> That's what his license plate says. Dick guy. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I come out of surgery and he's like, we got it. And we, I said, you know, Zoya is like, tell me everything. Did you take a video of it? Can I see it? Can we put is it, it gonna on YouTube? Is it going to be on Dr. Pimple Popper? <laughs> <laughs> Can you put it on mic in the morning? So, so he he tells her everything. He's like, we go in, and you know, there's a, we saw it, and he draws us a fucking diagram, and this is where it gets fascinating again. He's like, we put the tube with the laser in, and we're looking all around for it, and this is when he was like, we think Bridgeport pushed it back in because it went into the kidney, and then it like fell into a precipice oh, where you shit. can't get it. It went like in a cul-de-sac, right? So this dude, it, it hid in the alley while the cops in the came alley, by, like a piece of shit. Like the cops showed up and he ran into the dumpster. So this dude puts this wire up, right, and he goes looking for it. He finds it, takes the little mesh basket out of the wire, grabs it, brings it to a place where he can assault it with a laser beam, and incinerates it. So this is like a cool video game. He is my savior. He's he, my savior. He turned into a little man and went into your penis. Into my penis. And and had a battle with a with a kidney stone. And he won, dude. Yeah, and he and caught he, it in a basket like a fisherman catching cr- krill. <laughs> <laughs> like a, I'm so happy that that ended with krill. <laughs> That's the best possible ending. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a shill for that krill. <laughs> so, Take a krill pill and have our favorite krill. So I'm like tears happy by this point. And I'm coming out of uh, Anesthesia, which is my favorite Disney book. <laughs> <laughs> the book is so much more violent than the cartoon. <laughs> and uh, a lot more dick stuff in the cartoon. And uh, the nurse comes over and she's like, you want some graham crackers and juice? And I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. I want Graham. Thank you so much. And like the appreciation starting to come back and everything is beautiful. And he's like, dude, we got it. And he explains wow. how he did all this shit and he draws the diagram. And he's like, so we protocol is you put another stent in, right? So I'm thinking in my <laughs> this where it gets crazy. Like in my <laughs> in my mind, this is the part I've left out for two weeks. In my mind, I got the stent in, which unfortunately means, and this is kind of the feeling all month, there's always something else. In Encino, or in, or in Sherman Oaks, I, I pain was under control, but there's always something else because there's no urologist. I got to go somewhere else and start it again. I go to Encino, and there's, there's nothing they can do for me, and now I got to get on a plane. So I'm, I have pain meds, but there's always something else. Plane ride was that next thing. W- waking up the next day was that next thing. Then my mom's party and 
and all this shit. And I go to Bridgeport and I have three terrible days at Bridgeport. And I'm like, living hour to hour. And how much, on a scale of one to 10, how much do I hurt this hour? And, and you're in and, and out of hospitals. In and, and out of hospitals. And now I have this stint, but I still have the stone. So what was the point of any, everything? And there's always something else. Then Steve calls me and he's like, we can fix this. And that could be it, I thought. Tom Cruise, he came in like a hero. I'm Tom Cruise before all the Scientology <laughs> stuff, and I could fix this. <laughs> so he does it, and he's like, protocol is we have another stent in. So immediately my happiness kind of dials down a little bit, and I'm like, same old feeling. I'm like, thank God it's gone. That's amazing. It You would described a miracle, but there's something else down the line. There's always something else. Yeah, of course. So he goes, yeah, but this stint, normally you have a stint for like 12, was anywhere between one and 12 weeks. This can come out like as soon as you get home. You need to find a urologist and, and take this out on like Wednesday, the Wednesday after VidCon. Did I hang out with and you with a stint inside of you? It is, let me finish. <laughs> and he goes, this is a much, it's, Remember I told you there were two kinds of stints? <laughs> yeah. You want to know what number two is? Yeah. Number two has a string attached to it. And that string goes from the stint and comes out of you and is taped <laughs> to your skin. <laughs> no. No. Yes. I had that at You VidCon. were a drawstring... Toy. I was. You had that at VidCon? A Norwegian jumping jack. Where, wooden yeah, toy. Pull the thing and yeah. your hands and arms go up. We'll put a we'll put a graphic up. Wait a minute. I was incredibly uncomfortable. You've got to be kidding me. Not kidding, Mike. I'm so fucking sorry. I, it's the Steve. I love you like a brother. The story's not even over. <laughs> We're about eighty percent through the story. So I'm like. Thank you so much for everything you've done. You've given me a sentence, a fear sentence. So now I'm like, I'm any other guy. Are you going to explain what the string is for? Yeah, okay, for okay, removal. Okay. The string? Oh, because, okay, just go. We'll talk about This is for us later. <laughs> the string is how you get it out. What? So why? Why does that one have a string but the other one doesn't? Because the other one requires a surgery to go get. They need to put you out. They need to, it's a very invasive thing. This thing, you could essentially, you can go home and you can remove it yourself if you, if need be. Did you remove it yourself? Zoya, learning about the string, says, when can I pull the string? <laughs> and will a bell ring when I do it? <laughs> and will his arms and legs go up like he's and, on a Christmas tree? Will it be fun? CT. <laughs> I say, absolutely not. And he's like, dude, if you can't find a urologist within, within the next like week and a half, Zoya is pulling the string. I'll be on FaceTime with Zoya, and I will teach her how to do this. My mom had this. I never knew my mom had this because both of my parents get kidney stones. And so she's like, <clears throat> please. She called me at VidCon because at VidCon, I'm on a mixture of like pain pills and other pills that are just like specifically for certain things because I'm just like in pain and uncomfortable and um, and all this shit and I'm, I'm stressing out and I have this fear that 
I'm gonna be candid. Like I have a string hanging out of me. Yeah, man. I'm not, and like it's, you're not at a hundred. Sometimes it gets caught on clothes. Oh no! And I'm like, everything hurts, and everything is uncomfortable. And there were in times. God bless Megan Tonjes for hanging out with me. God bless uh, Elliot for hanging out with me in in the room. Because there were times when I was like, I would text them and be like, let's go get breakfast or whatever. And then I'd be like, I would take three steps out of my room, and it would be too painful. And I would have to go back and like take a pain pill and be like, if you don't want to hang out in my room, I, I get it, but I'm going to be in my room for the next like, Jesus six Christ. Hours. I didn't see any of the exhibit floor. I, I don't know how Flula's doing. I didn't see anything. You didn't anyone. get a YouTube t shirt? I didn't get one YouTube t shirt. <laughs> I did. As soon as I checked in, I ran into Bo Burnham. Oh, that's cool. And At VidCon? Yeah. The hell was he doing there? He did some talk with Grace. Oh. And, and he was like, What's up, man? How's it going? And I was like, dude, I, I've never met you in person before, but I'm a big fan of yours, and it's really nice to see you like this. And he's like, dude, I know who you are. Like, I've seen you around forever. Oh, shit. So Bo Burnham, like, Jesus Christ. knows who I am. Really? And so he's like, how you doing? I haven't, you know, I haven't, whatever. And I said, well, I just came from kidney surgery, like, just now. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And we, like, had this whole talk, and that was the first person I saw. Did you tell me you had a string coming out of your penis? I didn't say any, that to anyone for like a couple days until this podcast. Oh my god! So, um, I'm at VidCon. I actually have a great time at VidCon despite being physically uncomfortable. That sh- our comedy show was like fucking awesome. Perfect. And uh, Ian Doki filmed it, and he told me to have it for me uh, two days ago, and then he ghosted me. So I'm not quite sure yeah. what's going well, on. Well, he skipped the country. Well, I'm gonna need that footage. <laughs> So, um, where am I? You're at VidCon. So I'm, I come home from VidCon and every day it's uncomfortable because I have this thing and because of not being able, dude, this is where I'll skip forward because insurance fucked a bunch of things up and then I need a referral from this person to even see a urologist for, um, like one visit before they can even remove the thing. And in the back Jesus of my mind, Christ. I'm like, dude, I can call Steve right now and he could tell Zoya how to do it and this could all be over. But I'm like, if anything goes wrong, I'm just in my fucking one bedroom apartment, uh, bathroom with my wife and we're not prepared for an emergency situation. Zoya's chomping at the bit to pull this string out. <laughs> she wants to pull it. Meanwhile, like I can't like sleep comfortably next to my wife in bed because I'm like this. And this goes on for like <sighs> another, how long has it been since VidCon? Week and a half? Yeah, maybe more. So this is, this is every waking moment until one o'clock today. Here's my least favorite part of the story because it's fresh. I go, I end up finally getting an appointment through my terrible insurance with this urologist. Old Jewish man in a terrible part of town, exactly what your doctor should be. <laughs> it's what every pediatrician, yeah. I've always had worst part of town, old Jewish doctor <laughs> in the worst part of town, yeah. and they're a different breed, man. Oh, yeah. And it's so good. And they tell good jokes They and tell stuff. good jokes, and they don't, like, coddle you at all. No, no. But they no. have so much knowledge that the knowledge confronts you. <laughs> right. Comforts you. And confronts you. And confronts you in the face. <laughs> so I'm in there, and I'm thinking, I have the biggest stress headache from fear, and my f- teeth are clenched, and I'm just like, 
I need this out of me because of like a risk of infection and how uncomfortable it's been. Sure. And I'm like, I've feared this day and then I put it out of my mind and I had a bunch of great stand-up shows and I did all these things and I was able to distract myself. But like I always knew there was that one more thing coming and today's the day, psych myself up. I filled out all this stuff. I go up to the window and they're like, well, we can't remove it today. You know that. And meanwhile, this is like I took a pain pill, took a $30 Uber or a Lyft to this place, used my code. <laughs> and uh, and and I'm like, it's just, again, it's like whatever is ne- it's getting me to the next thing. And so they're thinking the whole time that this is stint number one type, type number one. So I'm like, listen, this is what happened. And and they were very nice. They were like, we were on the phone with your shitty insurance for so long and they didn't get back to us and they Jesus. haven't pushed through the authorization code and we're waiting for the code. And then the operator tells us that her systems are down. And I'm like, dude, first of all, strong, bad. Don't work in something important like insurance. If you're, if you're in fucking health insurance or the DMV or you're a cop or something, why do you not have the best fucking computer <laughs> that exists right right i digress <laughs> so i'm like i'm begging them i'm like listen this can't go on for another day it's already like a week after the doctor who put it in said it should come out i'm in i'm afraid of infection i'm in, i'm afraid of like this is where it's getting super personal and this is where the filter comes down Do it, you know how you wake up with a bonnet every course, morning of course excruciating pain I would wake up at two o'clock every morning oh, with God. a bonnier, humble brag, <laughs> and I would be in excruciating pain until it went away, just because of how nature oh, works. Oh my fucking God! Sorry, you all had to think about my bonnier. And that for was for a like a whole week, basically. At least, yeah, 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 over a week, uh, oh, over ten God. days, every day for over ten days. Um, didn't th- haven't thought about anything sexual in three weeks. Of course not. <laughs> so, um. So you're at this, this so I'm Jewish talking doctor's to this place. dude and and I'm in the the waiting room and I'm like so what's gonna happen could today be the consultation at least and he's like yeah he's gonna see you and he's gonna talk to you and I see him through the window and he's like dude you're a young guy this will take like five seconds and then we'll schedule for you to come in and get this thing out and I'm I, I get called into his office and I'm sitting down and he's like okay tell me about yourself and I, I started telling him all the normal stuff, like this is my family history, this is what I'm allergic to, this is my birthday, all this shit. And then I start getting into like the psychological aspects of what I've been through. I'm like, I've been through so much, blah, blah, blah. I tell him the whole story in a very truncated because his time is worth more because he's a doctor. Did you but, tell him about me podcast. and dynamic banter? I told him about going back to Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him we met? I told him that <laughs> SourceFed was actually picking up a lot of steam before it got sold off. <laughs> Uh, I told him about how I miss Candace because we don't work together anymore. We don't talk as friends. So uh, he he says, "What's up to Candace?" We put her on, <laughs> put on her Instagram. On uh-huh. Um. So we're doing all this stuff, and uh, and I'm I'm getting into like the emotional part of it, and I'm like, and I doctor, I got this goddamn string hanging out of me, and I just want it to be over, and I just need to be okay for the first time in a month. And he's like, "Oh, it's a string. Stand up." And I was like, everything hit me at once. I'm like, oh boy, it's happening. This is it. Right now. So oh no. this is where good Jewish doctor 
comes in and is very frank and is more hilarious than I'll ever be. So he's like, um, he's like, I know you're afraid of this. If I could hold your hand and do it at the same time, I would do it. But physically, it's impossible. <laughs> and I was like, you're, this guy's good. That's good, yeah. So he's like, come up here and lay down. So I pull my pants down and I lay down. Also, urologist is like, things go, the introduction of your dick to a stranger is zero to 60 in yeah. 2.2 seconds. Is it seconds. the quickest you've ever showed someone quickest your penis? Quickest I've ever showed anyone my <laughs> penis for any reason. Yeah, yeah. I've had... <laughs> gorgeous girls over the course of my lifetime being like, it's time to go. And Pull I'm it still out. like, well, why don't you give me a second? <laughs> this guy's like, I want to know your pants. sign and I'm like, first. Whoo. It made a sound. It made a cartoon sound. Of course sound. it did. Slide um, whistle sound. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish whistle. I had it. <laughs> horn. Horn. <laughs> so... Um, he's like, come up here and lay down on the table. Uh, we're going to take the tape off and I'm going to take it out for you. And this will all be over. <sighs> and I'm like, listen, I need to tell you that I've been afraid of this for about a month now. And I'm so afraid. And, uh, I think I'm laying down and my pants are down and he's like untaping my wiener. And, uh, I mean my, my, <laughs> he's untaping my wiener. Like, like we're on CT or Hanukkah. <laughs> And um, he's trimming the tree. He's trimming the tree, all the dressings. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, real, before he does it, I'm like, I think I need to like stand up. I think I'll be more comfortable if we stand up because I doubt it. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take your hands. You're going to put interlock them like this and you're going to pull as hard as you possibly can. And when I say breathe in or breathe out, you breathe out. And he goes, you ready? I said, yes. Oh, my fucking God. He goes, Here we go. Breathe out. So I breathe out. And I pull on my own hands as hard as I possibly can. And he uh <laughs> you ever seen <laughs> you ever seen like a weed whacker? <laughs> you ever start up a weed whacker? With the little plastic tubes on them? <laughs> you know how you start like a lawnmower? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like one, a of those, chainsaw? one of those a big heavy Russian tops. <laughs> You pull the string, and the big three-pound top goes for like a day and a half, <laughs> like Inception. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so he removed the. He did that. He removed the string just in one go. Um, it was kind. I had my eyes different. A different. At a different. My eyes were different behind than blue where eyes. The action was sure. coming from. So you don't. You didn't see really. Anything. It felt like two just continuous. It didn't. First question Zoya asked was, "Did he? Well, did he do it slow? Because I thought this whole time, I asked my mom how how long it took. I, I'm asking Steve. I'm asking all these people, and they're like, I don't know, like two minutes, minute and a half. If you count out a minute and a half or two minutes, that's a long time. That's too long to take a thing out of your Johnson. Yeah, but the way I'm thinking of it, it's like an ease out." type situation and you kind of you feel it move through and and then it's it's everyone kept saying it doesn't hurt it's just the weirdest thing you'll ever feel and like i'm smart enough and creative enough to be able to like picture it you know sure and uh 
And so he did it like way faster than I was expecting. And then he goes, I had, I was like breathing hard and my eyes were shut and my, my hand was on my head and there was all this relief. Like everything that's happened to me for the past two and a half, three weeks is over and it's all over. And I'm fine. Like I begged God to be a normal person again. And like it hit me and I was like, I'm a normal person again. And I have my eyes shut and he's like, here's the, here's the stint. Here's what it looks like. And I, I was just like, without even opening my eyes, like put it wherever you got to put it. (laughs) You didn't want to see it? Get it away. I've already seen one. I've already had one in me. So they show you before they're like, this is going in you. I'm old buddies with it. It's old hat. And I'm like, put it wherever you got to put it. Get it away from me. I'm done. I'm done with all this. You didn't want to keep it? No. I made you a necklace. Put it in a shadow box? Yeah. What if I made you, <laughs> what if the first thing I did when I came in here was say I made you a bracelet and, and then I, I put, put it, it on, on you. you? Yeah, and then I had no idea what it was. See, and that's, then you were, the, that's the reveal? That's the good version that's of the, the story. Stint. Um, put it in a shadow box, though, with some potpourri on the bottom. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Hang it upside down until it dries out. <laughs> so... uh so that is what happened. That's what happened. That's everything. Did he really yank it the fuck out? It didn't. Steve, it was between. It was just continuous and it felt fast. A yank. It didn't feel like a yank, but it as close to a yank as it could possibly be and still leave like your organs intact. It was. How long and was again, this stint? <laughs> what is this? I'd say that's six, like six seven or inches? seven inches, yeah. Because it goes, it runs up your entire ureter yeah. to your kidney. Yeah. And it stops at your bladder. And um, I've never felt anything like that before in my life. Top three, if not number one weirdest. Uh, next, to, next to just coming. Coming feels weird, too. Coming feels like sneezing. <laughs> Or yawning. Penis sneezes. Something that you're incredibly comfortable with and looking forward to. Like a I'm just sneeze. saying the first time you came must have been a weird experience. Yeah, I'd put that at number like six now. <laughs> but this is number one. This is this number is top one or number three. two for sure. Yeah. I was trying to think of back to like surgery things and the first time I felt morphine was like unlike anything. It's the first time I've ever identified with a, a drug addict. Like yeah. I don't. I don't condone anything that you do, but I get it. Yeah. You know, this would be a hard thing. Cause I was always like, how the fuck could any human being put a needle in their arm yeah. and, and want to do that willingly Yeah, until they lose everything. And then I felt what it feels like when somebody's in, when I was, I was always in a great deal of pain and I was like, Oh, I get it. It's yeah. a very weird, unnatural thing, it's a fe- but it takes you, you to feel a different something. place. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and so he pulled thing, it out, and that was that. And that was it. And he's like, "You're done." And like, I had this. I was still in the terrible part of town, but I had this like relief and this great appreciation, and like, I feel like a like a regular person for the first time in a month. How long ago was that? That was today. That was today at probably like Yank was probably at one forty-five. Because you were texting me, "I'm going to be a normal human being after today." Yeah. Like, we were talking about recording dynamic banter this week. Yeah. And you were like, after Thursday, I'm going to be so good. Yeah. Well, we got to, should we go get some steaks or something? What do you want to do? Okay, I'll do whatever We you should want. celebrate. I just want to live life. I just want to live it. I want to live every day 
like it's the last day. And it's the most cliche thing, but it comes from a bunch of people who have had experiences like this. Sure, sure. And it's going to transfer over into my my stand-up and comedy and way that I go about business things and personal relationships. And uh, I'm just very happy and I'm very like, these things happen and the most important thing we have as a creative person is like a perspective and a point of view. And I think this was as important as all the first stuff that happened to me. And the first stuff that happened to me is like such a big chunk of why I am the way I am. And now things are just like, it's just like clear. Everything's clear. And the only thing that matters, and this is fun that we're doing it on the podcast. Cause I think about like all the joy that we bring to each other as friends and that we bring to other people. And then I think about, all these stand-up shows and the people who come up after stand-up shows and especially ones on the road, like in Portland, all the people that come up to me and tell me that they love dynamic banter in like fucking New York and yeah. come to Chicago. We listen to your fucking podcast all the time. The fact that we have that with people with all the shit that's going on in the world is there's nothing aside from family and Zoya. There's nothing more important. Yeah. It's, to a, me. it's a gift. Yeah. But we need to like, well, I, there's no, we, no, you can, anymore. we, you can, I mean, we. there's, I would love to do anything and everything with you, Yeah, but it's my mission to just make people feel better than I've felt for the past three weeks. Yeah. Until I'm Cause dead. you don't want anyone to have that. I don't want anyone to have that. I want everything that I say that's supposed to be funny is designed to make you feel better than getting something yanked out of your dick. <laughs> That's wonderful. So I got, uh, I was talking to Steve on the phone and he was, uh, this is after Dr. Steve, Dr. Steve excuse me. Uh, this is a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about, you know, me and how I'm doing. He's always checking up on me via text and he's adorable like that. And, uh, and I was like, how are you doing, man? It's like, how often does somebody fucking ask how you're doing? Like, are you okay? Cause we're friends. Like this goes both ways. And he said he went through a messy divorce a while ago. He's oh, telling me he's telling me about these things, and um, and he's you know he's telling me about some other stuff. And he's starting to get like not choked up, but he's you know his speech patterns changing a little bit. And there was one point where I was like, "Am I going too? Am I like going too far with my urologist?" You know. <laughs> and so I was like, "Moving too fast, Steve. You don't have to tell me any of these things if you don't want to. I just want you to know that you've been inside of my dick." <laughs> You can't get any closer than that. So you could tell me anything. You actually can't get any closer physically than inside your dick. I think me and Dr. Steve are closer than me and Zoya. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we're married. I mean, you shared something with Dr. Steve that you will never share with your wife. I mean, I just wish I could have been awake for it. <laughs> Mike. So that's everything. That's literally everything. I was Another thing was I was so ashamed like not ashamed, but just like, I was like, that's the weirdest sh shit. And I'm, I'm at VidCon and I'm around all these people and my friends and shit. And I'm like, I don't want to like give you the feeling I'm giving you now at this VidCon where everybody's just having a good time and shit. Yeah. So but, I'm like, but it, I'll just be in pain by myself. But it still ends with you being okay. And even then it would have been like, this is the last thing. And you know, yeah. and like, and and that would like, I mean, some of us can handle that, I think, and and I appreciate not wanting to like 
bum up our VidCon I don't want to piss in the punch, Steve. I get it, but like, dude, you you are a beloved friend that I care very much about, Thank and you I so much. I would love to know. I mean, you, you we had dinner together, and we we saw each other a couple of times. Terrible and buffalo chicken together. Terrible buffalo chicken together, and we had dinner together, and uh, oh, and we ate sort of together at lunch at Red Robin. Sort yeah, of for a moment we ate in uh, in right close proximity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, and I saw you, and it was great, and you. you you seemed fine. You hid you hid your dark secret very yeah, well. That's part of that pain tolerance. I don't know about. I, I get that. I mean, you definitely seemed like you were going through something, which I totally understood to a degree, but not not to this. Yeah, dude. I had degree. a fan come up to me before I went on with the uh, the the stand up show, the Friends and Friends show, and she was like, "Hey, can I ask you a question?" And I was like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, I saw you on the panel the other day. You just didn't seem like yourself. And that fucking broke my heart, man. Wow. And uh, and it also sucked because I was hilarious on all the panels. <laughs> and I was like, I'm killing it. Like, this is this is new me. I'm just in pain all the time. This, yeah. is, this is the new Mike. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I'm going through some health stuff right now, but I'm, you know, I'm going to be all right. But I'm not, like, sad or anything. But I think the truth is that I, I was, especially in the hospital, I was severely depressed. Severely sure. depressed. Dude, I, I had moments during, not to make this about me all of a sudden, no, but, to, but to, to, to connect on, on that level with you, there, there were definitely moments where I was like, yeah, this this I'm okay if if I just like die right now. <laughs> like, had, dude, I that's it's like it's so bad. I feel like that thought would let a bunch of people down, but that's what pain. I had that thought in the hospital. Yeah, there were some nights in Bridgeport where like the night shift just didn't. You have to explain your whole situation to every nurse that comes in and what works and what doesn't work, and there wasn't super great communication between the day shift and the night shift. And uh, there were points where my pain was so bad that I was thinking, like, I've done a lot of cool shit. Yeah, this is it. You know, I've yeah. worked with The Rock. Yeah. I moved across <laughs> the country to be a comedian. Yeah. And I got to pay my rent, like, making people happy. You married a great woman. I married a great woman. I have this beautiful family. Yeah. And, like, Zoe is going to be fine. Oh, yeah. And she's going to meet someone real attractive. Elliot. <sighs> wish it wasn't Elliot. <laughs> I just don't think they connect on a spiritual level. <laughs> uh, physically, I think they'd be fine together. Of course. Um, but, uh, but you were, yeah, you, you were like, I'm good. Like, I was I'm, like, I'm ready to tap. Out. I was like, Zoe is going to make so much money off of whatever they make out of all the footage yeah. that I have. At yeah. 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 <laughs> and they're they're going to give me, they're going to stitch together a bunch of stand up things that I have. And they're going to give me a post humorous YouTube red <laughs> comedy special. <laughs> And they're gonna. That's what it's gonna be called. Posthumorous. Posthumorous. Wow, that's so good. And I'm gonna be the the Tupac of YouTube comedy. Dude, I. Uh, <laughs> no one's gonna know why you died or who actually killed you, and then, 17 years later, they're gonna to finally like find rock. the person. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I was thinking about the pain associated with kidney stones, and I think like. There was a guy who came in from the Roost, the Rooster Teeth podcast guys, and who came in to talk to us, and he was telling us his kidney stone story. And this was back when I was the only one of our friends that had had a kidney stone so far. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Dude, I like couldn't piss. Like I just couldn't piss, and all blocked up." And he was like, "I was so blocked up." And he said, "Then just one night, I went to uh, the bathroom, and it was like late at night, and he's like, and I like peed in the toilet." And then this sound. 
And he was like, he, he, and he still has it. And Good. it's like this That's great. big ass fucking rock. And so every, and that was the question everyone asked me when I said I passed three kidney Are you stones. Save it? Yeah. They're like, well, did you see it or how big yeah. was it? And it's like, I actually never saw it's mine. not even, it's not even about the, it's jury. not about the jury at all, no. but that guy saw it. So it's like no real kidney stone situation is probably the same. No, I mean, I'm like sure snowflakes, baby. It is like snowflakes, but I was trying to say that the pain that I felt was so bad that if, if like a Scientology like recruiter came to me and said, <laughs> we'll make it so that you will never pass another kidney stone again in your life. If you become like a huge Scientologist yeah. and I'd be like, where do I fucking sign? What hashtag do you guys? Yeah. Use? Where do I fucking sign? Yeah. Cause I don't. And that was the worst part about this whole experience was that my, my doctor was like, you're going to have them again. And when you do, you just, you know, you just go see your general doctor and it'll be fine. You know, and well, it's like, Oh cool. Thanks man. Um, I mean, there are ways that like you're, you're predisposed to them, but I think there are like certain things you could do to like, like my doctor is predisposed to him and he hasn't had one in like 20 years. Or something I've heard like that, that too. I've heard that too. Um, and little, if we could teach people at the end of this about how important water is, drink, I'm drinking kombucha. This drink isn't... water. I mean, that's good for you, I guess, but drink water all the time. Drink water all the time. If you're in school, be the person carrying a water bottle with be you that person, all yeah. the time. And then when your school bully starts to give you shit, stand up in the middle of class and pee on him <laughs> and pee in that person's mouth. <laughs> and you're going to get in a little bit of trouble, but you're going to, you're going to make a statement. You're going to come out of it a bigger man. Yeah. <laughs> you're right though about water. Like drink it when you're not thirsty. No, drink, drink just, just two gallons of water a day. Yeah, really, really. That's the only way. And keep yourself healthy and it's with everything, you know? Keep yourself, <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Have you told Elliot this story, the full story? He could listen to the podcast. <laughs> it takes because, a long, it took like an hour to tell. Because I told Elliot mine, mine, and then that guy from the roost was telling us his, and Elliot was just like, Elliot's just terrified of it ever happening. He should just drink water. Let's and say. he's just like. He's so terrified. So I want to either let me, please let me be there when you tell him the story or we should just, we should film his reaction to just listening to this podcast. See, this is where I start to like, one, I mean, it's not a bad idea, but I don't want to waste that much of my time again <laughs> unless it's like on a stage and I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. And two, um, I don't like giving people that feel, that willy feeling. Yeah. You know? I get that. It's just that Elliot is so sensitive to it. Yeah. Like he was the only person of all the people I talked to about my kidney stone experience that was like seriously affected by it. I remember being in his hotel room at VidCon and telling him up until like the string part. I told, I think I told him about the stent and I was like, I can't, he, this, this kid can't handle the, no, the strength, he can't. the strength theory. No, no, he wouldn't be able to. And I don't want to, I don't mean that condescendingly. No, I, no, no, I, no. I just don't want to give him that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, <sighs> also if you're, if you're Elliot, go ahead and rate and review the podcast on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I really enjoyed your history road, Mike. I thought it was really good. May I? <laughs> yes, you may. This has been... <laughs> 
Mike, I think I speak for every single person listening and your very close friends that uh, when I say it's so good to have you back, I'm it's so happy you got back, through man. this. It's great to be back. New lease on life. Dude, I can't like lease we... on Pathfinder. <laughs> lease on Simpson. <laughs> we, dude, we need to like celebrate. Are you down to celebrate? Like, do you want to celebrate? Let's go drink a bunch of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, let's drink nothing but let's just drink salt water. Let's eat salt and drink hours. alcohol. Yeah, let's. I, I'll do anything. Okay. Um, wow. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, can I also say on behalf of both of us that uh, it's thank you for listening to the past three episodes with us not <laughs> yeah with together. us our topsy turvy three or four episodes yeah man thanks for uh, sticking out this month with with us and it's yeah. gonna get better yeah and look guys I mean we what how long have we been doing this like almost two years now maybe I guess I was trying to think about that and I think we've got a good track record for being on <laughs> episodes of our own show yeah but obviously things are gonna happen but we're back and we're back into our regular regularly scheduled thing except I think Dude, if nothing else, this is like, this is a pretty good indication of our dedicated dedication to yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah, this this had to happen. This was something we didn't we we never want to do this without each other. No. This is the, the only way this works really is if it's us. Yeah. Um, except if I get like Nelly Furtado on or something like that, or Wonder Woman, or except unless Malcolm Barrett's like I want to be on full time. <laughs> I want to like, be on. Perfect. I want to do one by myself. Like I do want you to know that if you passed away for any reason, it I would, would be continue Malcolm? the show with Malcolm. Oh, yeah. nice. If that's and I would hope you'd do the same for me. If if you'd do it, I would replace you with Malcolm. Perfect. Thanks, man. Yeah, that means yeah, a lot yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad we're back. Comic Con's coming up, so I'm gonna miss another week coming up unless we can figure out a way to do it early or something, which okay. we could definitely do. Yeah, we got time. Um, but dude, I'm so glad you're back. I'm so glad you're okay. Holy I'm like, shit! It hasn't even set in that I could be a normal person, dude. Darren was like calling me for basketball. I'm like, I can't, I can't play basketball, man. Yeah, man. What if somebody hits my string? Yeah, that's a foul. Yeah. What if your string got caught on a ball? What if, imagine me playing basketball, playing defense in like short shorts and a string like <laughs> hanging out of the bottom of the shorts. <laughs> With like a headband on. <laughs> Come on, guys. Where's the defense? Fucking pass it. <laughs> Stringing it. I'm like arguing with people and it's Yeah, like, you're, you're in their face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just oh, is it because of my string? I can't, I can't play defense because of the string. <laughs> you know what? Clear out. Just me and you. <laughs> I'll touch my string, my dick string. <laughs> yeah, watch this. You just start lassoing it around. <laughs> um, so glad you're back. I, I was just, when I heard you had a kidney stone, I, I just felt the pain. Again, I had phantom kidney stone pains, and yeah, I was like, sorry, I, I felt so sad thinking about you going through anything close to that type of pain, and um, it really made me sad and worried, and I'm glad that you, you kept us updated as much as you could. Yeah. And as much as you were able to, and uh, and but I'm just glad you're back, man. Yeah, man. Treasure every day. This is for everybody. Treasure every day. You're not in a hospital or. I'm sorry, we gotta go, Mike. Okay, I apologize. Uh, Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> That's promo code banter. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, just just appreciate if you're if you're like tonight if you're hanging out summer's night with your friends, and you're all laughing together for no reason, or maybe you're uh, you're stoned in somebody's basement or something. Just be thankful for the time that you're spending with people, even if you're by yourself and this is making you laugh, hopefully just be thankful for every second you're up and out on your own volition and, uh, spending time with people you love and doing things that you, you like that'll make you happy. 
I can't think of a better way to end the episode, Mike. This has been. <laughs> do you do you want to do any plugs? Do you have plugs? Uh, the Friends and Friends show is on the twenty first. Is yeah okay, dude. Is that the one Will Haynes is going to be? Will on? Haynes is on. Oh man, this he, is his... he said something online like I've never done stand up before and I'm doing this show. I'm like, what the fuck? I I've mean... had you on my shows twice already, <laughs> at least. He he has like sh- super short term memory. That's okay. He's uh short term memory loss. I like uh, I just like that he's going to be there. Yeah, I haven't hung out with him in a while. Yeah, he's a, he's an interesting guy that I love very much, and he'll yeah. always. That boy went beyond what I thought he was capable of, and yeah. I love that about him. He's a good guy. Um, I think part of him hates me deep down. <laughs> and like well, to... I think it's because he's in love with Zoya, and he wants Zoya for himself. He does, but it's not going to work. Oh, I know. I've been through so much more man shit. <laughs> in the past oh yeah hours. dude zoya has a fucking she's got the ultimate warrior with her now yeah i'm gonna start painting my face that's another <laughs> thing that's part of the new me <laughs> um all right well guys thank you so much for listening to dynamic banter thank you for sticking through our hardships and our our um absences and such and you guys are loyal and we love you all very much we care about you all very much if you want to buy a t-shirt i'm not saying it's going to go directly to a hospital bill but <laughs> Most but likely. a percentage of it will. We got red ones now. Dynamicbanter.clothing. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's okay. A, there's a link on MikeFalzone.com. There's, uh, yeah, I think it's dynamicbanter.clothing. Cool. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> if you guys want to do that, that'd be great. And then if you guys are going to Comic-Con or whatever, I'd love to see you there. And um, that could be fun. Oh, shit. I would love t-shirt ideas from both you oh, yes, and, yes, a, yes, yes. and especially the audience. Dude, I was thinking of something in conjunction with the secret thing that you told me about. Yeah, don't say okay. anything. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if it happens, it's going to be such a treat okay. for everybody. Yeah. But I would love for you to tweet me and tweet Dynamic Banter uh, t-shirt ideas. And oh. don't even worry about like drawn anything if you'd want to draw absolutely draw but it's gonna be uh we're working on something potentially potentially really cool and just tell me your idea yeah and if there's if you guys just want to maybe you know tweet at us your favorite dynamic banter bits or something or mm-hmm. your or maybe there's an old bit that we haven't done in a while that you love um just because we can't remember all the terrible shit we come Dude, up there's with somebody the on a reddit who there's like a bit diary there's like a bit encyclopedia and like does time codes and episodes and episodes for Whoa. like good bits no shit going back like a long way it's amazing dude. We can, so we can actually make a best of that, yeah <laughs> which is something we should do most of the work all the grunt work is done wow we, we should g- give that person something yeah i was just gonna say that i don't know who that person is well maybe we'll never find out you're the Reddit person. I'll find out. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate your listenership, obviously, very much. And we want to thank Dollar Shave Club for being the sponsor of today's episode. And you know what? Tweet at Mike Felzone and tell him you're happy he's back and 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 you're happy to that he's healthy again. Please. Because I, I'm definitely going to do that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so many people have been saying nice things under like YouTube videos and, and on Instagram and shit. And I can't thank you enough it's like it's very it's like being out in the sun reading all that stuff sure yeah it's very energizing and uh and thank you very much and definitely come see me do stand-up because i could die at <laughs> <laughs> and get his signature and get a photo with him because that's going to be a really cool <laughs> thing when he dies <laughs> have me sign something of yours and make sure i don't personalize it <laughs> 
All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we're back, and we love you very much. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>